listeners, you're welcome to Family Alive Ministry, a.k.a. FAM. God began the world with a family, and it must be our goal to maintain that plan. A godly family will produce a godly world. We hope as you listen to this message, the vision to restore God's plan in families would be impressed on your heart. Now, today's message. This month, we are on the topic purpose. Now, purpose, unless you are not born in church, even if you know you're not going to church and all that purpose you 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 come across it in a lot of language and a lot of places right that's to um purpose for this purpose for life purpose this and so a purpose is quite broad it's quite broad to to handle and um it will interest you to know that this this month's theme has been one of the most challenging for me personally. Sometimes, and by speaking there, so sometimes it can be a bit um, challenging. And so I feel like the more basic it is, the more profound it is, right? Uh-huh. The more basic it is, the more what profound. It is so I want to keep it as basic as possible, and hopefully, for those of us that have heard before, we'll be reminded. Paul said, Let it not be grievous to you that I say this to you again. You know, it's to your own safeguard that I say to you again. Some things the reason why we have to keep repeating and uh, keep repeating or going back to them is because it is in doing that that we are safeguarded because then we do not forget. Are you with me? Uh-huh. things that we are likely to forget are the things that we take as simple and basic uh-huh. so like I always say and encourage is that be intentional about those basic and simple things because they hold um, the potential to determine what you are becoming or what God wants you to become so shake your neighbor next is the neighbor pay attention tell everybody pay attention pay attention oh. Shake your nose, never pay attention. You have to pay attention. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll start, I'll start with a quote from um, one of the men with authority on the subject of purpose. And we all know him. Amen. And that's Dr. Dr. Miles Moreau of Blessed Memory. Amen. He said, the greatest tragedy in life is not death. And those of us that read his books will know this quote. Those of you who don't know, now you know. He said, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life without a reason. Or, in other words, life without a purpose. The greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life without a reason or a purpose. He says, it's dangerous to be alive and not know why you are giving life. Mm. it's dangerous to be alive and not know why you were given life people actually want to that a number of, a number of people on their prayer list is more life long life when it's your birthday and people are wishing you they will always add words long life long life are you with me aha uh-huh. But long life without purpose is a very dangerous thing. Or without knowing why you are alive. Now, one of the things I want to, I want to say, I want to 
it starts also with is that you have to know you have to understand that discovering and walking in purpose is a journey is a journey and it will probably take your entire life <laughs> are you with me yeah it will take your entire life often people are running after suitsayers and prophets and things so that they can encapsulate in one word or a phrase or something what your life purpose is now even if a man looks at you and says you are born to be a carpenter he may have said it in one breath but what it looks like to become that is your entire life so discovering purpose and working in purpose is a lifelong journey that you have to appreciate years ago after secondary school or in secondary school that's when i started the concept knowing the concept of purpose started dawning on me that i was created for a reason before that i knew there has to be a reason for me being alive because i was 16 but i was getting tired of life already because for 16 years all i, I remember is getting with you you've been woken up to go to school Go to a space, somebody standing in front of you and trying to put something in your head. Half of it you don't even have interest in. On top of it, too, those days they had these guards with canes at every corner. When you are late, people, they, want to, they, want to, they want to whip you. I mean, life, it was just so terrifying. And you did that nine months of the year. <laughs> Doing homework after homework after homework. You don't understand why they're even giving you homework. On top of it, you pay for them to give you that stress. <laughs> we pay for them to give us that And nobody, and it looks as if that's the way everybody was doing it. And I had a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Why? 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 But nobody will give you an answer. They tell you, we all have got to go. So, secondary school, when one of my guys said, I know God's purpose for me. I said, what? Really? So a man can know God's purpose? It changed everything about me. And I started praying about it. And guess what? Over 20 years, I'm still on the journey of discovering purpose. Amen. So I want you to know that it's a journey. Look at the one next to the person. It's a journey. It's a journey. Shake the one next to the It's a journey. Tell them, but don't overly stress yourself. It's a journey. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a sprint. It's, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a, a sprint, right? Yeah. Don't, don't overly, you know, worry yourself and and last two weeks i was sharing with you from isaiah god was talking about how he has made us for his glory right uh -huh. so the first point where i started last two weeks was to stress the fact that whatsoever god has created and put together in creations for god's glory and it's including you so one of the things you have to understand if you're going to get the concept of purpose is to understand that you are created for someone's glory that's what we start from whatever i become whatever form or shape i take is for glory and that is well established if you were not here i would encourage you to get a fun podcast and listen to it now today i want to go a bit further in helping us understand how we live for god's glory in purpose how we live for god's glory are you with me uh-huh How we live for God's glory. Genesis one twenty six to twenty eight. 
Then God said, let us make man in our image. According to what? Our likeness. And he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over all creeping things that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then, sorry, then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. How do we express God's glory? By having dominion. By having what? Look at it by having dominion. From the scripture that we read, the Bible said God is the one who created man. And God stated why he created man. He said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness so that they will have what? What is so that means? Oh, it's not so that is. <laughs> it's like, so let them have what? Dominion. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. This is the reason why God created us. In expressing his glory, in showing forth his glory, one of the ways by which God wants to show forth his glory is creating man to express dominion. Hey, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is why you were created. This is why you were created. Amen. Think about it. Let it sink in. You were created to have dominion. You are created to do what? Ah. Yes. You who were 39 out of 14 class. <laughs> I'm telling you. 39 out of It is you. You were created to have dominion. <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes to believe it, but you were created to have dominion. First, everything is for his glory. And in showing forth this, in, 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 in taking a step to express what looks like or what can give God glory, God said, I'll create man and I'll let him express dominion. As man expresses dominion, that's what gives me glory. So it means that it means that God is not happy when things are dominating us. Hey, it means that was when things are having dominion over us because He didn't say, "Let me create a man so that things will have dominion over him." He said, "So that man will have what? Do, hey, are you now? So have what? The way I mentioned dominion. You see, there's D and O. That one you don't mean. You have what? Dominion. Hallelujah. Yes, you were born in Africa, Ghana. Yes, Golden <laughs> You were created to have what? Dominion. Now, why is that so? Are you guys in the house?
Okay, to have dominion it means is to have is to be in charge. Is to be in charge. <laughs> or to rule over something. When somebody says I have dominion, it means I'm in charge. And I rule over. <laughs> I have dominion over this house. I have dominion over this house. Because I'm in charge over this house. I rule over this house. Everything that pertains to this house, I determine where it's supposed to be. Hey, are you in the house? Huh? To have dominion, it means that you have to have um, power, or in a sense, on a delegated power, which is authority over a specific entity or space. So, God is the one that put his potential in us, and he says, have dominion over the earth. Amen. Amen. Have dominion over what? The earth. Let it sink in. These things are things that have the potential to change. I'm just, I'm telling you, half of the courses we do in school, they don't, they don't bring us anywhere. They don't bring any success without this understanding. I'm telling you. This week we read a guy, a guy is, a guy is taking his, his certificate back to university so they should give his money back to him. <laughs> <laughs> It's useless out there. <laughs> he said, of course, it takes useless. Four years, they should, they should calculate his money and they should take their paper. <laughs> because they convinced us and told us that when we are out there and what we are doing is the key to our success. But when you start growing, you realize that it's not true. There's a certain understanding you must have. And that is why we were created. Why did God start all these things? And that is the fact that God wanted you to have dominion. Now, based on what God wanted us to, to do, it has to, it is directly correlated to how he created us. You see, there's a, a direct correlation between what I want something to do and what that thing is made up of. Because if I wanted to, let's say something that should be able to endure fire and I use rubber, it will, it will melt. Oh, I'm making some sense. Uh-huh. So because God wanted us to have dominion, God had to speak to himself. Because he's a ruler. Is. So, your reference point is not, it's not the animal. It's God. God looked at himself and said, that's what I said. He said, God said, let us make, let, who is God talking to? Who is the ass? He's talking to himself. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah, so God spoke to himself and called you forth. Mm. God spoke to who? And called who forth? Hey, yeah, yeah, you, you don't be <laughs> God spoke to word and called what? You fought out of it. He called man out of it. Yes, your heart has been broken, but you are meant to have dominion. Look at the one next sentence, but your heart may have, may have been broken, but you are meant to have dominion. Oh, shake your neighbor and say, hey. One man, Ian Hart says something, says, exercising royal dominion over the earth as God's representative is the basic purpose for which God created man. The basic purpose is to exercise dominion. The basic purpose for creating you is words. I can use words. This is one thing that uh, um, 
Miles Moore sometimes, when he reaches here, he, 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 he comes harder. He said, look, religion makes us put some things in certain contexts. And it may sound nice, but it's not true. So why are you created? To worship God. He said, it sounds nice, but it's not true. <laughs> you are created to exercise dominion. That is the, so it's that like God likes to see you working in power. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah. <laughs> you even watch every man we see who, who, who works in dominion. See how attractive they look like. There's something glorious about them. Why? Because they are working in the very thing God created them for. And you see the entire heaven will back them up get this in your head you were created to have them you are not created to come and born marry and born born one born two born three born four born five hey because some people that's the only way they understand <laughs> yeah. are you married you're not married mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way they understand but they forgot it and there are a lot of misunderstandings of the scriptures here when you look at the original text it's not the way we both see it hey ah are you in the house psalm 82 verse 1 to 2 i'll show you some scripture here it says god stands in the congregation of the mighty he judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? God stands in the congregation of the mighty. Here he was making reference to the people of God. The, the congregation of the mighty and what? To, how do you call it? He standard. Hmm. He <laughs> God stands in the congregation of the mighty and he judges among the gods. God looks at you and says, that's a God. Hey, that's what? <laughs> you are a deity. Ish. Hallelujah. I think on Friday when I was talking at this, um, what's the name? Spring text. I said, look, one of the reasons why God forbids we creating another, uh, creating deities, gods, graven images and the rest, is because God himself already created his own God. He created his own lesser God. He created. <laughs> yeah. He had created his own image already. And he said, look, don't do anything. Anything you try to do, you would destroy my glory. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah, you can put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. God already created his own deity. That is you. All of the potential of heaven, God has just placed inside of you. That's the reason why. You see, I've said it before. And I think Dr. Malson was one who originally said, he said, look. God will be unjust to ask of you what is not there. Once God is asking for it, it is there. 
Once God says that you are to have dominion, it means that God has given you the power to have dominion. Hey. You are created to have dominion. Somebody shout, I am created to have dominion. One more time. One more time. Say, I'm created to have dominion in a Kufa dos uh, government ring. Come say, declare. <laughs> yeah, created to have dominion everywhere. It's a mandate that is on you. Irrespective of the government that comes, that mandate does not change. We don't say that, okay, this is a fair government, a good government, so therefore there that we cannot have dominion. But as for this one, no, we can't have dominion. No, you're created to have dominion. You were created to have dominion. That is sinking. Once that is said, you see, it's like getting to um, 10. 10 is made up of how many ones? It's just ones multiply, plenty of ones. If you lose the concept of one, 10 will be confusing. So we must get a concept of one. One single unit. We must get a concept of, of, of God. And why God created us. Everything else will have a meaning. Even marriage here and there. Hey. Beating your wife. Not beating your wife. Some of the reason why people are beating their wives. Is because they, they can't find meaning in this life. Somebody told them. Marriage will give it to them. And then they enter. And they realize that they've entered into a, a union. With something that is more complicated than even himself. <laughs> he thought it was complicated till so he got married. The woman where the manner of a woman is being reviewed every week. <laughs> every week there's a review. <laughs> An update of the manual. The man thinks he, he, he gets it. When he married two years, he says, This is totally different. You need to be an intelligent. See, I always say that you have to be an intelligent man to stay married. There's a certain level of intelligence you require to stay married. Amen. A lot of guys are intelligent, so they marry. After they marry, they, they sell their brains. <laughs> because now they have the woman. They keep up, they keep up, learn about the woman, no, no, no. all the dates, they say the right thing. They keep up with them until they marry. After they marry, then they sell their brains. Very soon they say, ah, but this, I'm not enjoying this marriage. Because a woman is an intelligent being. Hey. Who is changing every week? <laughs> you, if, if you think I'm like, go to a closet of a woman and go to the same closet of a man. Francis, I has been wearing the same dress five years. But the woman, every week, she feels as if the same dress will not work. I'm telling you. <laughs> the same dress, the thing it will not work. They say, but the man has been wearing the same dress five years and it works. It's the same, it works. It is working. But the woman, no, 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 no. Once she has worn, the next time she's wearing, she looks different inside. She feels big, she feels small, she feels it's out of the same dress. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. So tell the one next to you, if you are if you are seated by a woman, you need to be <laughs> tell the best you have to be very intelligent. You have to be very intelligent. Tell the man, you have to be very intelligent to handle women. Tell the person. You get up your simple head, you say, I love her. You love who? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 
But women can be difficult. Sometimes women make men cry, but they can't cry in front of them. <laughs> they go and cry in the bed, they go and cry and come in the like, But I the man she cried. Say, hey God. <laughs> I'm telling you, most men cry, but they cry secretly. <laughs> it is well. <laughs> ye are gods. Ye are gods. Amen. Bible says one God says man is created in God's image. What does it mean? Character. We're created in the character. The root, that word, the root meaning is character of God. And we are also created in the nature. The other word for nature is natural. It means that it is natural for us to walk in dominion. Just like God. It's natural. We actually taught to suppress it. We are taught to suppress our dominion attitude. Are you with me? Yeah. Especially for us in this culture, um, that prides itself a lot more in um, in submission. You know, that you're realizing your full potential. For us here. They break it, they break it, they, they cut it off you quickly. So most people are walking, they're like bears that can fly, but they don't have feathers. Because the minute you start expressing any form of confidence, and it, there's, there's arrogance and all, but confidence, instead of feeding in, in, in it rightly, they see it as a threat. And then they have to make sure they cripple all those things. So they, you know, and often, the one of the sad things that most parents measure your success by their, their success. Watch, Joseph. When Joseph had a dream and came to tell his parents, what did the parents' response? Are you saying that you are coming to rule over us? <laughs> Small boy. And if you are born in Africa, they by the time realize they are bewitching you. <laughs> I'm making some sense. Yeah. Yeah. And as you leave your parents, you have to be careful. Other than that, you cap the personal potential of your kids by you. But we are a different generation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are a different generation. Those generation that are, they, are, they, they all be classroom. <laughs> the, the, the generation that bewitched their children, negative and killing their children by their words. No, we are a different generation. Hallelujah. Amen. It is more natural by the word of God for us to have dominion than to be ruled over. Than to be ruled over. To be ruled over. In other words, also, created in God's image also is created in God's essence. God's essence. Number two, man is also created in the likeness of God. The word likeness also, root meaning, is function. function function now there was one time i was listening to dr miles Rooney and he said something that also blessed me i, I think it will be it will be good here he says look most of us don't know he said, is it is it when we want to know our full potential we should study god and how god does things and if there's any place we should study we should study genesis 1 
because that's the beginning of all beginnings and that was when god was in quotes without all hindrances to seeing how god functions and this is what he said that bless you so much are you in the house you're in the house right he says look god declares oh first of all this is where i put it god sees a thing declares it before it comes to pass he said that's the nature of god first you must see it because from the beginning god spoke to the firmament that i see light therefore let light be and because he spoke it forth the entire creation responded to god and he said look that's the way god has created us is first of all to see it mm. believe it declare it and creation will respond to what we we have said that's how that's the relation between god and gods and their environment but when you grow up in an in, in an unbelieving environment what they tell you you got to when i say see it they, they say, you have to touch it seeing is believing but gods don't do that they see in the in the in the mind of their hearts hey i see a six-story mansion yeah and i see this and i see that i think one time jimron said jimron in one of his presentation talked about how he practices that so much that he said one time he took his friend to a, a, a vacant property nothing is there but he described his house so much that his friend hit his leg against a table aha uh -huh. that's how serious <laughs> people are coming <laughs> that's how serious his vision is that they could bump their their their, their how do you call it against which has that which has not yet been is that if you wait to see hold before you believe you have reversing and that's not the way gods behave so the Bible said god has made us in his likeness this is what it means he has made us in his function that this is the way we are to function probably this is the reason why you are struggling he actually said something that also blew i said look if people are not seeing you as crazy then you are not working like a god <laughs> hey hey are you in the house people are not seeing us you have to tell yourself that's what that's what that business i i i'm running it i can see run i can see the earnings that is coming out of the business i can see my earning can you can you see your pay slip so when you ask somebody hey, um um what are you doing how much you want to hmm. you let's see how they will give me <laughs> you are you are not see the problem is not them whatever they offer you is because you have first not seen it they'll just give you anything hey how am i talking someone in the house shake your neighbor and says a neighbor you got to function like god you have to function you have to function like God. You have to function like God. See it 
believe it, declare it. See it, believe it, what? Declare it. See it, believe it, what? Declare it. Declare it. Two years ago, we went to the north. We said we want to build a library. Did we have the money? No. Is it built now? Yes. Between we didn't not having the money and building it, in between is the declaration that we are going to build it. Once we declare it, the entire creation has to come in support. So when we declared while we're there, by the time I realized chiefs and things have been organized and then we are on the land. <laughs> I remember when we had to go dig the ground. As we were doing, I was thinking my age, but we don't even have the money. <laughs> but once we declared it, the people believed it. So they surrounded us and gave us the land. And we had to dig the ground. And they clap. Hey, to them it's done. That's it. That's one word. You need you need to be surrounded by people like that. People who believe in you and believe in what you say. Now this one to say mindless. You are sleeping. You get out of Me, I shall travel. That's what I'm sick about. <laughs> are you with me? Differentiate between the two. I'm talking about something that you know that is directly linked to your calling and your purpose. Yet you haven't seen it come to pass yet. You have to see it in your mind and declare that's the function. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Oh. Now, how do we walk practically in dominion? And that is by working the earth. By working the earth. Because remember, I said to have dominion means to have power exercising over a uh, what uh, a domain a property an entity and so for us actually to work practically in dominion it means that we have to work the earth work the earth or work the space by which or the space that god has given to us remember your job is different from your work your job is what you are trained to do. Your work is what you are gifted to do. And there are two separate things. Your job is what you are trained to do, but your work is what you are gifted to do. As a matter of fact, your true greatness comes from your work, not your job. Because your job is in, is in alignment with your potential. Hallelujah. Some of the work. There are those who dream, declare, but they miss out on the work. So, even though they have dreamt it and they have declared it, there's something that is missing. Remember, at the end of the seven days of creation, the Bible said God rested from his work. So, I'm saying that there is that element of work now bible says how do you know you believe is that there must be corresponding action so once you believe you attach the corresponding action to it and that is work and once you work it will show forth it will what <laughs> it will show forth 
Hallelujah. And some of these things, I mean, you can study here, study here, bring on. But me, even though I've studied them here and there, I've also lived them. Because when we started the vision God gave us, there was nothing practical that was there. There's no, there was no chair. There's no building. As well, but the, the pathway God has taken me is even most interesting. There has never been building that could give a certain description to what God is telling you. Half of everything that we do, or more than half of whatever we do, is a vision in our mind. It's <laughs> uh, a vision in our mind, and then there's the colorate, uh, colorating what action. There's something that we do, and then by the time we realize it is forming. It is gradually showing, and people are seeing the result, and people are believing, and people are following you, and that's how it works. Am I making some sense to somebody? Look at your neighbor, your neighbor and ask your neighbor, where has God called you to work? Where has God called you to work? Oh, shake your neighbor. Ask, where has God called you to work? Where? 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 Shake, shake, and ask, where are you called to work? You are not serious in having dominion if you don't know specific space that God has called you to have dominion. Or, in other words, where God has called you to work. Any man who is serious, God will give you a field. Any man who is serious, God will do what? Give you a field. If you see a man who is asleep, sleeping more than he's working in his field, <laughs> what the Bible say? Poverty, lack, want will come and arrest the man. Will come and arrest that, that person. Mm. Which field has God given to you? That's one of the key things that you have to remember. I said it's a journey. These are some of the key things you have to be able to discover with time, with the Holy Spirit, and study and all that. Because you are not called for every field. No man can succeed on every field. Yes, there are certain principles you may you may learn in one field that could be applicable in another, but you can't work on both fields at the same time. Are you with me? Yeah. So there's a field you are called to work it. <laughs> Amen. Just say, <laughs> look at anyone that says, a neighbor, there's a field you are to work it. Yeah, there's a field, there's a field. Oh, shake your neighbor and say, there's a field you are to work it. Hallelujah. There's a field you are to what? Work it. Now, remember, we all carry what is called potential. Potential. Let's go potential. I'm talking about two things here. One, time and two, gift. Time and gift. For me, this is why I believe what potential it makes. It could be, it could, it, 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 yeah. there's a lot more there, but I just want to, for this morning, time and gift. We all are gifted uniquely, or in other words, for gift, talent. But the talent and the gift are supposed to be applicable within a certain time frame. For instance, I am not the youth pastor in, in, in 1635. That's not my time. <laughs> Are you with me? Or let's say I, I was born the time I was born. Okay. <laughs> and then I decided that, okay, I'm going to be a youth pastor in, 80, in when I'm 85 years old. What's going to happen is that I may have the knowledge at 85, but I may not have the time. Why? Because when I stand before young people, they won't want to listen to me. 
Yeah, I'm going to make it somebody. Aha. Uh -huh. So your potential is always, when I say potential of any man or any woman, is based on your talent and time. Time is critical. We don't have forever. Bible makes us understand. In Ecclesiastes 3, we know, right? 3 verse 1, it says what? To everything there is what? A season. And what? A time for what? Every purpose under heaven. There are those whose purpose is so nice to them, they keep burying it. When you look at how they are blessed and how, how they look nice, they say, just say, okay, well, let, let, me, let me bury it for small. <laughs> people come too much. People like my music too much. People like, so you let me hide it a bit. They keep burying it. You can look at something. So nice. I mean, sometimes if you don't take care, you can buy it nice and you never wear it. No, you just admire it. Then you hide it. One, one of the great preachers came, um, is Dr. Mesota was friend. He talked about how someone came to give him a relax watch years ago. It was costing about, he was saying, about $10,000 or more, something like that, huge amount of money. He said the thing was so nice. When he goes to pick it, he says, hey, this is, <laughs> he says, so nice. Me, African guy, then he hides it. By the time he realized all the leather was spoiled. He kept burying it and hiding it. And that's what some people are doing. You don't realize that your purpose is there's a time for it. Whether you're in youth work, ministry, look, some of you, some, some ladies, look, once you get married, your potential for you for, for ministry is gone. Mm. Mm. Once you get, it's not a case, so it is the way it is. Nobody is cursing you. This is the truth. It's the truth. You watch, you, you watch all that. There have been some prominent ministers of God all that way. And then once they get they got married, there's this musician, gospel musician in Ghana, very prominent all over, and got married, gave birth to one. Then by the time I realized, gave birth to By the time she said, oh, let me finish the trade, so I'll come back. I'm so, we are so waiting for a comeback. Yeah, come back. She comes to do one and then she get missing. Because the time. And by the time maybe she was in quotes, only God knows, but by the time maybe she's ready to come back, the generation that was waiting for her kind of ministry, they've moved on to another. Now they become another people's generation. Am I making some sense? So don't think that, oh, once God has said it, shake your head like a gamma lizard. And not realize that there is a time frame for fulfillment of every purpose. Are you with me? Yeah. That's what potential is. Knowing their gifts and operating within time. So say, this guy has potential. Hey, are you in the house? Write this down. Time is a sign that there's still gifts inside of you yet to be released. If you still have time, that's what it means. Anytime time is mentioned, check, realize that you're saying you are yet to release your gifts. Now, to fully utilize our potential we come into something called influence. 
we come into influence when we take advantage of time and our gifts what we're going to do is that we are going to exert influence influence in another word is dominion influence in another word is impact so when we say god has called you to have dominion it means that take advantage of your time and take advantage of your gifts are you with me and then exert influence on men so in other words genesis where we read genesis 1 28 there he said god god has called us gifted us so that we'll have influence amen influence is different from fame influence is different from fame a lot of people are driven by fame in our generation they offer no value to anybody so see how fast they come and how fast they, they go they may even have money but their their influence will will fade out very soon and lots of people especially now in our day especially through this medium uh, uh, TikTok and the rest, social media. TikTok gives people some false sense of influence. But it's just fame. Recently, I read where a TikToker who has how many followers did a party and no one showed, nobody showed up. Because there's no, there's no impact. She's, there's, in other words, let me put there's nothing of great value the person is bringing on the table. So the fact that people like you, like you, this, and come and comment on that, it doesn't mean, look, when it comes to uh, real issues, people know who are impacting them. <laughs> it's not those that influence and all those. And you shouldn't walk in that mistake and think that because you have a fame on a social media here and there, you have a blue whatever, tick whatever. Hey, are you in the house? Verify. So because you are verified, hey, Look, I'm telling you, it doesn't work like that. Recently, I, I watched something that I don't know if it's true. We have to be very careful. Where he said the, um, the way the uh, social media, China, because it's TikTok especially, uh -huh. and how they program TikTok for Africa and the rest of the world, we are just being fed on what? Entertainment. Those are the things that the programming is supposed to suggest entertainment and dance things to Africans and the West. But for Chinese people who made it, it's productive things are the things that are suggesting to them. So while you're here, I think everybody is just dancing, shaking their bottles. <laughs> I mean, one of the shocking things, actually for, the, for some time, start to check what are the things on the feed of TikTok. I was so surprised. I was so surprised. It's just about dancing, young boys, girls. Girls are dancing to shake their bottles. Guys are dancing to shake their, their property. And that's all. I was like, what kind of useless, what kind of useless thing is that? And people can be on it without you reach a three shows on average two hours, three hours. That's the least time people are on TikTok. That's how come they can, you know, the black guy who doesn't talk, what's his name? That's become very famous. I think he's a, yes. He's paid, I read again, he's paid 750000 for every post. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you have tongues of African useless heads and two, three hours on TikTok. 
So for every post he does, they give him seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm. Time say by Ghana cities. <laughs> I think our government has to go and borrow from me. <laughs> Because we are just wasting our time. Thinking that because somebody is famous, it is a sign that they are making impact. It's not true. We have to wake up. As Africans, we have to wake up. Somebody, when you, when you go on uh, sometimes Twitter and things, you see the woke generation, some of them Africans, they say, oh, the British came to colonize us and all those things. As if, if they were there around that time, they would not allow themselves. Say, oh, hey, we, hey, hey, hey. That's the picture they can see what parents and you know what they are doing, and then they allow themselves. So when the white man kills them, bachelor your family, family, family. <laughs> That's the way we give the picture. See, our parents were not smart and all those, but the West generations are generation. Is the way we are being colonized in an interesting way? Hey, am I making some sense? Yeah. We were God has given you the potential to have dominion. And yet, every day you are coming. And sometimes they'll go on the same social media to go and complain. The same social media to go and complain. That shows how you are doing nothing. Because if you have time to buy credit and go and complain on social media, then you are doing nothing. If you are doing something, you're on a farm somewhere making a difference. I'm talking about. Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we got to wake up. We got to wake up. We got to wake up. Shake your neighbor and say, You have to wake up. Tell person, You have to wake up. We are here to influence our world through the unique gifts and talent God has given to us. And we have to wake up to that. Hallelujah. Bible makes us an Ephesians 2.10. It says, for we are God's work, God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Work. Work. I think heaven, 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 heaven gets sad when you have people who don't do anything. As of, I think one of one of the great sad, uh, things of our generation, I, I, I don't know whether this is a good platform to say, because sometimes you do some research and some things. Look, there's a whole generation that just want to sell their body. And that is they're selling their body, not just by the roadside, on the nets. It's just, it's when I look at this, ah, so all the potential God gave you, this is how best you think you could use what God gave you. And it's not, you know, sometimes it's not, hey, the prostitute is here, prostitute is here, night worker is here, you know, we talk so, but now everybody's going on the road. <laughs> now, we have actually, in the name of fashion, in the name of, uh, shall I go there? In the name of fashion, in the name of modern lifestyle, some words they've even developed, I've forgotten some of them. In the name of all these things, you're having young people who are becoming sex toys. Yeah. Look, this, this in quote, this same sex thing that is, is Ghana, we, we saw it started working on it over 20 years ago. I had a team, we were working on it 20, uh, 2001, 2000, 2001. 
we're doing research and doing a work on it. How many years down the line? And I'm telling you, what is coming, a whole generation are, they are disregarding the giftings and the mind, because nobody's telling them, or because they're not listening to the right people, and they're just selling their bodies. We think, we think prostitution is strange to us. What is coming? Oh my God. And that's because we are just failing to realize our potential. Church, we must create an environment where people will come and discover what God has called them to become. Yeah. It's very imperative. And as a matter of fact, when you come to church and we tell you, serve here and all that, don't let your two know. Get the best of you. Because actually getting a place and telling you to serve there is helping you discover your own self. Am I making some sense? Yeah, that's what it does. You, are, you have to thank God for the man whoever invites you to come and serve. Recently, uh, this week, I had to go and see one. One is a pastor now, Emmanuel uh, uh, Samba. I'm so grateful for him. Hopefully, one of these days, we'll have him come and preach here. When we were in secondary school, one time, I think, I don't know, I was at some prep or something, going to my room, and then he called me. He said, you are Roger Christ? I said, yes. He said, I want you to be the SU rep for um, Kennedy, Kennedy House. But that's the house I was in. And I remember the first time he asked me to do that. I said, me? Me? You know, I just don't know how to say no. I said, but that's the reason why I, um, I, I, I said this. But he said, I want you to come and be in my place. Because I, then he was he's finishing his service. And that invitation to come and serve as a house rep for my house puts me on the board in secondary school. I watch others serving in certain capacities. Even if you had told me, it would have been difficult for me to imagine. And watching them do so created a desire in me to know that I can also do much more. Oh, am I making some sense? It put some vision, some things in my mind, see myself better than I, I, I was seeing myself. And how many years down the line, I'm serving many people. When people, somebody give you an offer, come and serve you, then you are doing two no. On top, you go and go and sell your body on. Shake the one that says, neighbor, this is a word, this is a word, this is a word. Shake, shake, shake. This is a word, this is a word. Amen. We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus. The good These are some things I want to say quickly. Then, look, remember, or or get this at the back of your mind. In pursuing purpose, in pursuing purpose, things will come to your life that will look as if they are waste, but they are never waste. Because purpose is so profound that God will take advantage of every plan and failed plan to get you there. Amen. I'm here because there have been some plans that have failed. What is those plans? One of the plans is a failed plan to travel to the UK. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was a failed plan. The other failed plan, I set an organization called Leadership Strategic Africa. We're doing seminars, young people, leadership matters and all that. And the one of the guys, when we won the contract, the guy stole the money, took the money away, 10,000 pounds. Yeah, this is say age. This ten how many years ago? And when it failed, I heard God say, "I told you to go and pay attention to young people." I knew because God had been telling me I didn't want to do ministry. When it failed, God said, "Go and do ministry. Take that broken heart of yours and go and do ministry." <laughs> <laughs> 
some of you, your hearts are broken. God says, take that broken heart and go and serve. Tell the one that you take that broken heart and go and serve. Oh, shake the one that says, take that broken heart and go and serve. Go and do something. Go and do something with that broken heart. You're in the room crying. God said, look, I like where you have been, where you, where you are now. Amen. <laughs> the key to success is not to pursue success, but rather to pursue value. It's to pursue value. Once you have value at the back of your mind, trust me, no matter where you go through here, wherever you pass, look, God will, 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 will make something out of it. Because there's never wasted experience. Do you know actually uh, success teachers will tell you that to actually succeed, you have to increase in failure. Yeah. They said, look, they can, the, the math can be worked. The math can be worked between how many failures and the potential success you are going to make. Yeah. And it says once you do, and I just think this thing that God taught me and then also I had Masson says, so look, one of the things that has been key to his success is that one of the things that makes a lot of people not grow in success is that we fear to fail. And then he said he had an encounter with Trump and asked Trump, what is the key thing for you succeeding? So that's what he asked Donald Trump. And Donald Trump told him, he said, look, he said he has attempted to do things he didn't even have money for. It means he risked failure. And then somebody said that, they said, look, go get the money. Once you go borrow money, when you are dead, dead people, they, don't, they, they can't collect money from dead people. <laughs> As I say, yeah, it's true. <laughs> this one, you wait, when you have, no, not you. You know, you know that money? Daddy has a terminal disease. Yeah. You go and borrow the money. <laughs> go and build it in somebody else's name. When you die, what can they do? We call bad debt. Hey, maybe these are the ways that some people have built walls for their children. No? <laughs> yeah. But what is, all I'm saying that is that is the fear of failure holds us back. And I believe. The fear of failure comes in because we make success a pursuit. No. Don't make success a pursuit. Make what? Value a pursuit. Make value a pursuit. Wherever you are placed, seek to bring value there. Seek to bring value. Once you become, you become valuable, you hold an influence. And once you have an influence, you have dominion over the space. Hallelujah. We can live by purpose. We can live by purpose. I'm gonna make some sense, somebody. Yeah, we can live by words. Okay, you let me give you one last. Are you in the house? Oh. Write this down. Your life's purpose is God's way of expressing meaning and value. To a watching world your life's purpose is god's way of expressing meaning and value to a watching world 
God wants to show a watching world that there's meaning. Now when I look back, I'm just so grateful that God called me into youth ministry. And then now, I'm so, so grateful that God called us to start Farm Church. Because here is the thing, every day I discover, as I put my gifts, utilizing within my time, maybe it won't make sense uh, 50 years from now if I start a church. Grandpa, Grandpa Ross said, I'm going to start a movement. <laughs> it makes sense. But this is our time. Look at one next This is our time. This is actually our time. This is your time. This is our time. This is our time. This is our time to raise a valuable church for our community. Am I making some sense, somebody? This is our time to make a name. Sorry, these are time to be a valuable pastor. That's it. Amen. Farm choir, Michael. This is the time for us to be a valuable choir. It's not we'll be a valuable choir two years from now. No, this is our time. So we take advantage of our gifts and the time we have. Exert the influence and have dominion. May the Lord bless us. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus some praise in the house. Amen, 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 amen. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our social media websites on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Family Alive Ministry. Please subscribe, follow, like, and share. God bless you and have a great week.